I don't give a fuck. Tell us how you really feel. Or should I tell you how I really feel? Give a fuck how I feel. You wanna know how I feel? How do you feel? You feel good? I, I feel good. I'm excited because we got KG Money joining us tonight to talk about what's going on in our league. Lots of drama, I think. Um, but let's get into it. What do you say? Costa, how you feeling? What up, gentlemen? Thank you very much for having me. It's been too long. How are you guys doing? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? I think everyone's going to be excited to hear Costa's two cents. I appreciate that, you know. I hope you grace us with either a rap or some power rankings by the end of this podcast, all right? Plant that seed now, because you got to give the people what they want. That's a lot of live pressure, buddy, but hey, we'll do, we'll, we'll do what we can for you. We'll do what we can, can for you. All right. I like it. So what? Um, we're, 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 let's start on uh, last week's matchups and um, and and how how uh, things shook down and where we stand now in the standings. Um, I'll start off with my matchup. Um, I continue to uh, be consistently inconsistent. Week week every other week, I'm either top of the league in scoring or bottom of the league in scoring. Uh, I got a, I got away well with one this week. Um, I'm not going to share my thoughts on it because I'm not going to let the people get underneath my skin any more than they have. Um, but yeah, I, I probably got to win because Fred didn't set his lineup. Um, but let's all be honest, like looking before the seat, before the week started, no one thought Fred's team was going to be mine. I had injuries left and right players leaving the game. Nobody really, uh, had, had a, had a big, big showing for my team. Um, and Fred had a big guy on his bench, but, uh, yeah, you guys have any thoughts on the controversy I mean, of the week? Realistically, who was he going to put in? No. I mean, if he would have played Fournette, but that's like a whole other. But he's but he's not going to he's not going to play Fournette. I know that. Like he's not. Well, no, Fournette he couldn't even have played him because Fournette was on Thursday night, and so he couldn't have like subbed him in the lineup. Fournette had already okay, played. Even, and even that, a better point, you know, like so, and he never plays two quarterbacks, so. That leaves them with playing Singletary, and you still would have won. So, this is what it is. Well, I, really, well, I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't look at it. I didn't know I would have won. I guess I got caught up with all the accusations. How does well, it feel to be a, J, a Jalen Waddle owner? How does that feel? Uh, it's frustrating. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Um, but there could be better times ahead. Um, rumors are starting to swirl. I saw that. Um, I yeah, about. we'll talk about that later. But um, I mean, even with Tua, he's been he can find the end zone with Tua. He could do anything with Jacoby. Um, and uh, he's a he's a guy that if, if I'm gonna buy him and I gotta start him, I'll, I'll I'll feel good about it, even if he has a bad week. So sorry, Coach. Are we gonna say something? No, just a comment on what happened when Brian's matchup this week. And I, I definitely don't think you're at fault in any way, Brian. I mean, I, I definitely, I mean, like, I mean, Fred should have set his lineup. I mean, we have our rules, obviously. And I, I just, I, I don't think it's that difficult to set a lineup for anybody. It literally takes less than a minute to click a couple buttons to put a player in. 
And honestly, like our division got screwed the most out of it because if you look at myself, Turbin, and Josh, we're kind of scrapping for trying to kind of make a comeback to get a playoff spot. And that was a huge couple victory points. And granted, I understand what you're saying. You obviously were favored to win. Nonetheless, what happens is what happens, and reality is reality. And if that lineup was set with Fournette ahead of time for the Thursday game, he obviously would have beat you, which is what should have happened. So I'm just saying, like, we should everybody should just set their lineup. It's just the way things should be. It's not that hard. I know we do this for fun, but like, like we're all playing in a competition and we're trying to win, obviously. So it is a competition nonetheless. I agree. I mean, I think I think an appropriate lineup should be set. It's not very hard, but uh, and personally, and, and I'm sorry to interrupt here, but one more thing: I, I don't think it's the opponent's responsibility to tell the player. Nonetheless, I mean, especially because sometimes somebody might not pay attention to that or see that. It doesn't make a difference, even if you do see it. I think it's the player's responsibility, not the opponent's. It's nobody's that. responsibility, but the the person who whose team it is. You know, like yes, can it can somebody do it if they want to? Yeah, that's that's fine. Like that's that's one degree of sportsmanship, but there's also something called gamesmanship. So there's there's no right or wrong answer. Um, I'm on I'm on the same uh, mindset. I'm not going to tell my opponent what to do. So I'm with you. So we, we can move on from that. I don't want to. I don't want to address it anymore. Great. Um, let's move on to uh, another matchup. I'm trying to pull up here. Um, some weekly. This this website, man, it's really hard to get through. Get navigate through. It's not. Um, I'm, we're good. <laughs> I know. I'm just joking. Um, so we had uh, some some huge scoring matchups. Um, high scoring games, losing, not getting victory points. Um, we'll go jump right into yours, uh, Aaron. Uh, you have all, all season long, I've kind of been saying Joey's team is a threat and you've always been like, eh, I'm not worried about them. Well, looks like you, uh, ran into a Joey special, um, and lost by 10. And also would like to point out that you said that your team laid a, laid a, laid an egg or something along the lines of poop or something. Yeah. And shat and you bed. still put up 100. Shat the bed, and you still put up yeah. 137 points. Must yeah, must fine. must be good to be in that situation, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I'm kicking myself because like I really felt like I, I was really feeling put it in Herbert all week, and I was like, oh, you know, but Pittman has really been like the number one go to. I didn't what I didn't think T Y Hilton was going to take anything away. Well, I was wrong, and that ended up costing me the matchup. Um. Didn't fucking help that Alex Collins like went off on Monday night because I thought that my kicker could overcome it. Um, but then the, the the stinger is that I had the Colts defense on my team and I dropped him and they used that shit against me. Motherfucker. Bullshit. Uh, but yeah, Weitzman's team is not that good. And this is the one week where he actually put up points enough to actually like win and get three points. So it's fucking bullshit. But hey, here we are. Has your luck run out, Aaron? Has your luck run out? Nah, you know what? I I'll take the I'll take the 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 roller coaster ride of the regular season to get it all together uh, towards the end. So I mean, I'm gonna lose next week for sure. So it's, that's another, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, you know, I'm 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 not worried. Uh, it is what it is. Costa, any thoughts on that that matchup? 
I mean, honestly, I was looking at the standings a few minutes ago, and I'm looking at Tony's team because I'm playing him this week, and I'm wondering how the hell he's in first place right now with that team. But, uh, I mean, hey, Tony somehow always pulls it off. i got to give him credit. And I mean, it was a surprise win. I definitely think it was an upset win uh, last week, but uh, Tony's QBs are getting him there right now. Yeah, he's definitely – I've said it several times. His QBs are definitely carrying him. Um, <laughs> fucking Zach Ertz. What the fuck, man? He's been something all fucking season, you know? Like, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? And you asked me about how it feels to be a Waddle owner. How, how do you feel moving forward about being a Sam Darnold owner? I feel okay. Um, Oof, ouch. I, yeah, I know. But uh, I feel like the combination of my you know, quarterbacks, if I if, – if they if they play like they're supposed to play in the matchups they have, I think I can I can figure it out. Like I said from the beginning, when I went through the draft, once I committed to spending a lot of money on running backs and receivers, knew that my quarterbacks would be a weak point, uh, and they are outperforming where I expected them to. So uh, I'm okay with it. All right. Um, Baxter, Derek Carr, Derek Carr could be a stud the rest of the season. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, he could. He's got, uh, their offense looks like it's, uh, they can throw the deep ball. They can run the ball. They can, um, he can spread it around. So, um, let's keep this moving. Uh, Baxter got a big W, uh, against one of the hotter teams in the league. Uh, he came out and, uh, got a part of the big part of that uh, Sunday night football game with CeeDee Lamb going off at 34. Um, and Sneaky, Sneaky Dick's team just didn't didn't show up. That was shit in the bed. That was yeah. shit in the bed episode right there. Like, ugh, ouch, you know. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, that was high you. Um, yeah, I, I, he's, 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 Lamar Jackson isn't going to I mean, Lamar Jackson's not going to have those type of games too often. Um, I mean, he, his 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 quarterbacks are almost as good as Daniel's or not Daniel, uh, Joey's. When you think about it, because Lamar and Stafford are both having great seasons. Um, and uh, I, I think uh, Meatle's still got a mountain to climb to catch back up into get into the you know the contention for the, the buy and stuff, but. His team was hot, but it's definitely cooled off. Um, thoughts, Costa? Yeah, I mean, you know, Mito's team definitely is cooling off a little bit. I mean, I agree with that. And I just think Bassinger's team, especially because after, after I played him last week, I mean, his team, you can tell, is kind of taken off a little bit at the bottom of the division. And I mean, I, I think Bassinger is kind of a sneaky play to make a late season rally because he's got a lot of tools and assets on that team. So, but uh, kind of an expected win there, even though it was probably an underdog from last week i i don't know i mean passenger's team there's not there's not a lot of wiggle room you know like he's got one one good quarterback one one playable quarterback in fact on his roster right now um and as as good as daryl henderson has been he's not gonna play every game he's he's gonna miss games um so like you know Devontae Adams and CeeDee Lamb are the things that are holding on. Darren Waller is not playing like he, he, he was last season. So uh, I, I don't, I, I'm I more confident in Meatle's team. I'm pretty sure Meatle's team will get in the playoffs. His team is, is built well. You know, like you said, you know, do you know 
every single old ass running back on the Ravens scored a touchdown this week, past weekend. Every single one. Did I, did I know that? Yeah. I did know that. Yeah. But yeah. so that's the, that's the thing with the Baltimore. It was the, it was the, it was the 2007 Pro Bowl, you know? Mm-hmm. Freeman, but it, Le'Veon. But the thing is with Baltimore, they're, well, I'm, well, I'm surprised maybe Lamar didn't run one in. But Baltimore, John Harbaugh is a great coach. He's going to attack when teams are weak. When Lamar Jackson threw for over 400 yards, that team couldn't defend the pass. This week when they played, oh, man, who did they, I don't know, who did they play? Quick. No, whoever they played can't stop the run. So they just kept pounding the ball, yeah. pounding the rock. Um, but I, I'm surprised Lamar didn't have more rushing yards and it was more spread out to the running backs. But that just goes to show how good the Ravens are. Um, yeah. The, char- mean, the Chargers, the Chargers who they played, and the Chargers have had good trouble stopping the run. So, yeah, um, I, yeah, I, I still like Mike, this team a lot. So, yeah, Mike Williams will have one or two more games like this, but he's going to have a lot more games like he's had in the past. He's a, he's a he's the I think he's taken over Keenan Allen as the wide receiver one, um, and I I'm guarantee you Herbert's going to bounce back and and along with Mike Williams. Um, I and, think Mike Williams is the steal of the draft by far. By far. Yeah, so far, yeah. Yeah, I, he's been a stud. See, hopefully, for Mito's case, he can keep it going. Um, Costa didn't put up he, anything um, this week, and he also had to play Roland Mahomes, who had another big week for him. Uh, Costa, do you want to talk about your team? Yeah, it was a pretty pathetic display this week, unfortunately. I uh, had some bad luck, you know, Justin Herbert uh, just kind of shit the bet for us, and he's our star player, and he's to perform well, and fortunately, I guess a terrible secondary just didn't show up, and just this whole game situation was terrible, and, you know, Kamara was out, who's obviously one of our best players as well, so that hurt, and, um, yeah, you know, Jeff's team is kind of boomer bust, I feel like, with when Mahomes and Tyreek do well, his, his team does well, and they, they weren't amazing, amazing, but they were good enough, and my team just shit the bed, so... It's unfortunate, and uh, hopefully we'll try to bounce back this week and see how it goes. So I'm starting to see a theme with the teams in my division where it's kind of like each team's got a one or two players that can go off and lead their team, but there's no, like, real consistent, like, teams that are putting up a lot of points. Um, and, like, a team like Costa, yeah, you shit the bed last week. So did I, to say, you know, to say the least. But, like, you're looking at your plays next week, you know, Kamara versus Seattle coming off a bye monster game. McKissick's going to get more touches because uh, Gibson's banged up. You know, like uh, Herbert's going to have a bomb. Oh, he's got a bye. But I, I just feel like any given week, any of our teams can really blow up. And there's really no, like, cakewalk team like like Fred, who's had the lowest points four weeks in a row. Like, anyone can have a big week in our division, I feel like, moving forward. Well, yeah, you're not saying you're up, and there's not active players in your lineup. You are going to have the lowest points, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel your pain, man. I started Heineke in my in my other league, thinking that yeah, me too. Uh, he was going to have a big, uh, monster game. And uh, yeah. I, I think I think I think his window is closed, uh, unfortunately. And I, I think that's what's also um, propelling this trade talk, because apparently Tua might be going to Washington as part of the part of that deal. Um, Interesting. I, that's. That's what I heard. The latest was is that that was kind of a catalyst that, that could be included. good. But your your pickup of Daryl Williams, I think, is huge. I think he's going to be uh, uh, a star the rest of the season uh, for your team. Uh, yeah, and all, it really, was that? 
No, I would just mention that that was even before the Clyde Edwards Hilaire injury. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. You picked that. You picked him <laughs> up the, like, a week or two before. That was this good sneaky pickup. I think you're just getting bad luck with your your top receivers. You know, Keenan Allen and Stephon Diggs are just not performing, and there's nothing you can do about that. You got to play them, but they're not turning the value that you would hope they would. Uh, and then the Monday night comeback, where Daniel probably thought he had a pretty good chance of winning, but then King Henry. Showed Jesus. up, and that guy is an absolute beast. Oh, my God. This is the second week in a row that Grant has done this to a team. He did it to me the week before, but it wasn't Derrick Henry. It was Hollywood Brown last week that did it to me. Yeah, so um, his team is definitely cranking on all cylinders. All five of his quarterbacks and his roster <laughs> uh, looks good. But, yeah, I, like I said, I've, I've been – Saying Grant, I like Grant's team from the get-go. Um, and, uh, you know, his running backs after Derrick Henry have been so-so. I mean, Connor needs to find the end zone, and Melvin Gordon feels like he's getting taken over by Javante Williams, but Henry makes up for it. Like, the 40 points he gets, you can put whoever you want in your running back. You're still going to have a production running backs. Yeah, it um, doesn't matter who else you're starting, clearly. Like, if you get a player that's giving you 30, 40 points a game, you should be winning. Yeah. And uh, Daniel, typical Daniel game, he's got – he had four guys that really uh, – his three studs, you know, showed up for him, and then everyone else kind of shut the bed. Um, yep. But he's, uh, he's probably putting up the most consistent points in our division as far as uh, week in and week out, though. Like I said, I think his team goes with Cooper Cup. If Cooper Cup yep. has a great game, he'll, he'll put up big numbers. If he doesn't, he won't. Because it seems like else. that's more yeah. more often than not. Yeah, yeah. It's a um, right. it's, it's it's fun, it's fun to watch. Yeah. Um, let's jump into the transactions that just occurred. We're recording a game related. There's one more matchup. Oh, which one? Mine. I'm going to talk about them. Yala and Turbin. Turbin got his first win. How did? How did? Oh. We very I don't want to. I don't want to talk about that game. Hey, 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 him dropping the Buffalo defense ended up working out well for him in the end, guys. Yeah, it did. It ended up getting a W, huh? <laughs> yeah. This, you know, this is, this is why, you don't, you know, you, folks, don't blow this your load why, on this, defense. This is why you play the game. Do not ever blow your load on defense. That being said, Buffalo's got a great schedule coming up, but, like, you know. Defense is a defense. Dime a dozen. Not always. Sometimes you have dominant defenses every so often in the in a season, you know. Yeah. <coughs> the Bears <clears throat> Super Bowl season, their defense was out of control. Denver had a season where they're out of control. Ravens have had a couple seasons where they were, you know, there's sometimes where it's the case. Um, but it's it's few and far between that you can count on a defense week in and week out to provide, you know, numbers in the teams. Uh, but like I said, the Bills have a cakewalk schedule for the next three or four weeks, so it, it's a still a, a good investment. But fifty bucks? Eh. I mean, if it his his, uh, you know, you mentioned it last week. If it's he's not going to spend more money anyway, so yeah. he's got a defense. What, what does it matter? Yeah. What he paid for? Um, yeah, Turp got his first win, um, and and he is the points leader in our division. Um, he does that. Have, that uh, is. That is wild. 
Yeah, I mean, that just goes to show. That's what I'm saying is that no one in our, any, anyone in our division can win um, each week. But, uh, yeah, he's if he can get Christian McCaffrey back, um, I, I know Metcalf's kind of been a bust. And now without Wes Russell, I don't, can't see Metcalf having monster games. Uh, he's got Baker hurt now, so you're going to have to rely on Matt Ryan. Allen Robinson's been a bust, so he's still got a lot of uh, – I mean, he's depending on Cortland Sutton and Noah Fant and Teddy Bridgewater yep. to, to lead his team, which is it's a lot of eggs to have in a Denver offense that's week in, week out, isn't that consistent. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I, mean, yeah I was going to uh, talk about Steve's team who, who put up these, the last couple of weeks. It, he's put up some pretty good numbers, and I think I want to say the last – I could be making this up. Let me see here. Um, yeah, 158 and 150. Yeah, he's been putting up 133 this week and then 156 two of the other weeks, and he's got two losses. So he's his team is is still putting up points. And, um, and, and again, like he's a he's a right in contention. It's all because of his kicker. Just a bad and, kicker. <laughs> who's he have? Giants kicker, remember? You said that last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, kickers, we shouldn't have them in our league. Gonna say I said that last week, too. I mean, the fact that Turbs are the bottom of the division, though, and has the high points goes to show you how bad his luck's been. But going back yeah. to your point, though, I mean, our, our division is – there's a lot of parity, though. I mean, up top, bottom to top. I mean, basically, I look at my team. I mean, I scored 150 points and, like, 140 points, like, the last couple weeks before I shit the bed this week and same with your team. I mean, you're kind of up and down. Everybody's like a passenger's team was was terrible, and now they scored like I think 152 weeks in a row, kind of right around there. So it's just pretty wide open for a shitty division. Yeah, it is. And and five victory points is, feels like a lot, but um, there's still a lot of football left. We're what are we going into week seven? We got so this week marks the halfway point of our regular season. So um, a lot of time to catch up. Just got. I mean, keep it's crazy. I don't think your lineup. that they're. I don't think that at this point in the season that someone who's the points leader has been last in their division. Like this is something that I feel like is pretty rare. Um, probably. If uh, if you guys can talk about something, I can look it up. But I'm not gonna. Nah, I don't look it up. Um. Yeah. But I mean, the fantasy football gods. You know, Turbin might be paying the price for spilling. Uh, a drink on Mito's couch for at the draft a couple years ago. So maybe that's what this is all about. Ooh, the and don't, don't forget throwing up in my car afterwards too. Oh yeah, that's definitely part of it. So yeah. <laughs> so maybe uh, they, he couldn't. The fantasy guys took it easy on him last year because of COVID, and now he's paying the price. Um. So transactions this week. We are recording a day earlier today. And the transactions went through. So, uh, Aaron, I'll pass it over to you. Big time spender, fifty-two bucks on Ernest Johnson. Uh, Thoughts? I mean, I get it. You know, he's going to be the starting running back for the Browns this week. Uh, there's a bunch of people, a bunch of teams on by. So, like, people are hurting. Like half my team is on a buy this week, so I get it. That being said, like, I, you know, you got you got a backup quarterback. I don't know if there's going to be any receivers. You're going against a decent defense. Like, I don't see a big game happening. I don't. 
I don't see – I think the score is going to be like 13 to 6. <laughs> like, I don't see much happening tomorrow. It's a Thursday night game. You get like all the backups on Cleveland. Denver defense is like Denver's defense is decent, but they're not. They've been struggling lately. Like, but it's a Thursday night game. Like it's yeah. gonna be. A, it's gonna be. It's all Thursday games are already messy, and with without like your starting lineup, it's gonna just be a fucking mess. Now this being said, he's probably gonna go for two hundred yards and a touchdown, but I just don't think it's the case. So no, uh, and their offensive line is banged up too. Um, so yeah, I I bid on him. I I bid like. 27, so about half of what Terry did. Um, I, I'm, I'm desperate at running back with my injuries, and uh, but I didn't want to put too much on it because of those, you know, reasons that you mentioned and their, yeah, uh, yeah and stuff like that. I did get it. Uh, his the other running back, um, Demetric Felton, Felton, who is Felton, who is uh, kind of like a. Uh, scat back. He, he was a wide receiver. He's a, I think in Yahoo, he's like eligible for wide receiver and running back. But um, Case Keenum likes to throw the ball to running backs. Uh, he's, I don't know if anyone saw his highlights. He did score a touchdown in week two and it was an incredible play. Um, so if I need to start him, I'm going to hope for lightning in a bottle and hope they kind of use it. And if they're missing Odell and Landry, he might be lined up as wide receiver. So uh, that was my thoughts on, on taking him. Yeah, I, both both players deserve to be picked up. Uh, it's risky, but I mean, like I said, it's uh, a lot of buys. So you gotta you gotta play who you gotta yeah. play. You gotta play. I, think I, I don't have so many buys. I got fucking injuries. Uh, um, uh, Weitzman gets Rashad Penny, uh, so he's uh, he's backing up his backup for uh, Seattle. So um, we'll see what happens with there. We'll see if he plays or not. Penny is head couple times where he's been good, but for the most part, he's not been uh, not been He's good. been like, what's his name? Uh, what's the coach's name? Um, Pete Carroll's, like, biggest hype guy ever is Rashad Penny. He always, like, says this guy's, like, the next great running back, but he's never really. It's been five years, so. Yeah. I think, I think that, that ship has sailed. Yeah. Um, but who knows? I mean, it's all about volume. If he's getting all the touches, um, you know, you can the defenses they find they find a hole or they find something to attack and he's the guy that benefits from it. But he, I don't think he would if, if Collins is out. You still got DJ Dallas and Travis Hall. Uh, yeah, owner. It's not owner. a full volume thing. Yeah, yeah, and he's just coming back from injury. So even if 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 he plays, even like there's no guarantee he's even going to play this week. All right. Um, sneaky dicks. I've mentioned it before and he is good at picking up kickers and defenses and tight ends. Uh, he went and picked up the Cardinals, uh, who, uh, were coming off. I, I put, yeah, a you want to talk about, yeah, I think a few people I, put a bit on. I, I put a bit on. They were, they were definitely at the top defense available this week. So, yeah. Um, so Mito does hit doing his thing. Um, I mentioned my Felton pickup. I also picked up Deshaun Watson on the news of, um, him possibly being traded to the Dolphins. Uh, I don't know. It was just a flyer. Um, I, I'll probably be pretty quick to cut him. Uh, I think if he doesn't get traded by, I think the trade deadline is November 2nd. So to me, it was worth a flyer. Um, Tannehill is kind of inconsistent. And I mean, I guess it would be an asset to have if, if he does go on to the Dolphins and see if that comes a thing. Mm-hmm. And you picked up uh, the Ravens, Steve's garbage. Um, I mean, they look great against 
the Chargers, but um, yeah, it's a week-to-week league. It seems like um, they've shown that they've been. this week, so I'll take it. There you go. Um, I called out Daniel last week for dropping uh, rugs and picking up Renfro. Um, I think it, in the long term, that's probably a better play because he'll be more consistent. Um, but rugs did end up having a big touchdown and having a couple of big passes. You did call Costa did, you did didn't stop Costa did not stop Costa from going from Rondell Moore to AJ Green. Um, don't I don't like that lateral move. Uh, I, I I hope it works out for you this week because you're playing against uh, Joey and uh, Joey could use a, an L this week. But I don't know how I feel about that. Your thoughts on that move, Co? When I look at the last four weeks, when I look at the last four weeks of stats for both those guys in comparison. Rondell Moore looks looks like a four points, one point four points, three points. AJ Green's got two fifteen point games and had another big game last week. So we'll see. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but but uh, just on the pickups really quick, I, I think the pickup of the week myself was Daniel's pickup of Ramondre Stevenson because I, I watched him play last week and he got a pretty good chunk of playing time and especially on a run heavy offense, that's a really good sneaky pickup. I, I like that one too. And last week when he uh, picked up. Um, What's his name? Booker from the Giants, and, and and I said there was one other guy that I would want, and Stevenson was one of them. He scored, but Aaron and I have talked about this a lot in the past about Belichick and not knowing who to trust, and it's it's hard to plug in a running back for the Patriots, especially a rookie one, where like if he fumbles, he might not see the rest of the game. Um, but yes, it is it, he is up and coming. Um, I did like last week that. Harris was kind of banged up, but he played through with his injury. He'll probably be fine. But, um, yeah, that was a pretty good pickup. Small three, As someone who has dabbled in the New England Patriot running back carousel as recently a couple of years ago, it's a frustrating place to be. So It is. And I think Daniel's in a spot now, just a bi-week spot. But he does he does put himself into a, a, a situation on who he's got decided. I know I did get an email saying he said his lineup. Um as of right now, he's got he doesn't even have him in, so it was a he picked him up as a, a maybe a long term play, not just a plan this week. But uh, I want to go back to, to Costa's move. I think AJ Green appear, you know, Rondell Moore is, is the is the home run hitter. Like he's gonna have some blow games, but he's not getting the ball consistently, and that just leaves AJ Green and Christian Kirk as who's this who's number two, and it seems like it's AJ Green, like. He's getting consistently, except for not last week, the week before, where they got, I think he got two looks. Ever since, you know, most games he's getting five or six, and he's making he's making good on them. So like, I've been eyeing AJ Green on the wire for a while, um, and just like never, I, I'm always like, oh, when's it when's it gonna fall off? When's it gonna fall off? And it hasn't. So um, I like that pickup. So yeah, I think the only thing, the only thing, yeah, I mean, AJ Green has been. I think outperforming what people expected from him. 100%. Um, yeah. And Rondell Moore, I think, might have just a little bit higher of a floor because he gets the rushing attempts too. He's been getting like three, four, five of those a week and that, you know, for 30 yards or whatever, 20 yards. But it's going to bump up his, his his low. I mean, you can see the weeks where A.J. Green didn't, you know, one, one point versus Rondell Moore if you play him and you're getting like three or four. But that's very minute. Um, I, I, I just brought it up. Because I called it last week, and I just don't like that. La- that I think that's you kind of upset the fantasy guys when you do that lateral move when you drop one guy from the team. And <laughs> <grab> it, <grab laughs> but maybe the Greek gods like it, so it's okay. 
Yeah. Let's hope, May, let's hope so. Yeah. Um, and then with some kicker moves, I really fucking hate kickers. Uh, I'm sure Daniel Carson, who Mitchell picked up, is going to have six field goals uh, this week. Um, and I think Aaron ran out of good luck, and Prater's going to miss three of them. So that's so how many missed extra work. this year. It's ridiculous. And it's, it's so ridiculous. Like, I think I, I had a kicker who was kicking at the end of the half. It was like a 58-yard field goal. And he missed it, and I, I lose a point for that. So it's like a six-point swing. Uh, just, I'm with you, man. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. Um, cool. I, I, I do like yours. I love you do love kickers. Um, Case Keenum got picked up by Turb. Turb got busy at nine after nine thirty deadline. So did Aaron. He picked up uh, Sterling Shepard, who I think is a good. I don't have. I'm pretty strong at wide receiver, but if I need a wide receiver, I would have looked his way. Um, with uh, all their injuries, he's kind of a target monster. Um, I'm really bummed about Tony because I think he was about to blow up, but now he's got an ankle injury where he'll be out for a couple weeks. Uh, and then, yeah, just another kicker moves. And that's about it. You want to talk about the matchup this week? We do this. It's going to the matchups. All right. Where should we start? I don't know. I can't find out where this is on the website. Well, we can start with my matchup. I'm gonna lose. There you go. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose bad because uh, Chris this, Cousins. This on is a crazy bye. week. Dalvin Cook's on a bye. Austin Eckler's on a bye. Uh, my great kicker was on a bye. I, I got not. I got nothing. I'm playing. Uh, I got to play Michael Carter and Khalil Herbert at my uh, running backs this week. So. I'm gonna lose and I'm gonna lose bad. So, who, who are you playing against? Rossett. Oh yeah, that's gonna be yeah. a tough one for you. Yeah, and he's got all, he's got all his players, and you know, the Chiefs are playing the Titans. The Titans uh, defense has never been that good, so I'm sure they're gonna go off. And uh, yeah, so. Well, I think you knew you were gonna lose this one after oh, yeah. the draft. Oh, I did. And then I and I, I was I was okay with it up until you know I'm now three and three and now I'm like fuck I yeah, can't that... afford this loss so but I got I got some hope Michael Carter bring it home for me you know what I mean yeah I'm seeing who are they playing the Patriots yeah <laughs> well, you know, but only only worse than that matchup is Khalil Herbert being like a, in a in a in a running back share time going against the Bucks. <laughs> but there's literally no one else to play yeah i mean um everyone's hurting this week everybody's hurting this week um coastal let's talk about your matchup we you got uh where are you two toots um you got some buy issues as well uh you got a tight end you got your quarterback you got your wide receiver two of the wide receivers um versus Joey, who's got a couple buys as well, but um, it's going to be an uphill battle for you, I think, Costa. Um, but every time I, I, I kind of say praise Joey's team, his team puts puts up a little bit of an egg. But um, how are you feeling I going mean, into this matchup? Jo- 
I mean, I uh, I'm not looking forward to it. Unfortunately, I mean, I think Joey's catching me at a good time. He's I got a lot of guys on by, and he doesn't really have any of his major players. I mean, he is missing James Robinson, which is I guess is big, but but Herbert's the key to my team, and missing him this week is going to be really brutal. But you know, I think Darrell Williams. I think we'll have a big game. Kamara being back will be good. I think Cordell Patterson has a shot. And, you know, we still have to pick up a tight end. We're, we're scouting that right now as we speak. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. But hopefully Jimmy Graff will play. That'll be a big thing for us. So we're hoping hey, hey, hey. Uh, I'll give you a little uh, a little help with the tight end. I'm sure Joe will love this. But uh, go for uh, Cincinnati's tight end. The Ravens have been giving up a lot to the tight ends. And uh, CJ's kind of a red zone guy for um, the Bengals. I- <laughs> I, I, look, I look at him. I mean, I'm probably honestly going to either go with Cameron Britt or O.J. Howard. I'm waiting to see what happens with O.J. Howard because he's questionable right now. So, we'll see. Well, looking, looking forward to saying I told you so next week. I, uh-huh. I, I think Costa wins this matchup. I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at this lineup, and Costa's running backs are all – Especially if Gibson – if, if, if Gibson, Gibson doesn't play. Yeah. I, even if yeah. he does play, he, he hasn't been playing – all the snaps. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't been finishing Full games. Snaps. McKissick is getting the work. Kamara against the Seahawks, you know, he's going to get the work. Daryl Williams is going to get the work. Cordell Patterson, you ride him till you don't. They got no one else there to really make plays, so he's going to be fine. AJ Green's got a decent floor, I, I think. And so I look at that. The only thing Weitzman really has going for him are his quarterbacks. His running backs, Miles Gaskin and Miles Sanders – combined are going to get like four points. That is it. All right. Alex Collins might might not play. And if he does, he's probably not a hundred percent. Brandon Ayuk is going to get minus five points and DJ Moore will probably get him some good points. So you get DJ Moore and his quarterbacks and that's really it. I think Costa wins. I I mean, I, I, I don't think it's that hot of a take. I think, uh, I think Joey's overall fantasy luck is going to pull through for him again. Because on paper, it doesn't look like he should win. You're right. I mean, I like I like some of Coach's, Coach's matchups. Um, I, I think Kamara's going to smash coming off the bye. Uh, Daryl Williams, we got to talk. Yeah, I mean, besides the quarterbacks, you're right. And they got some tasty matchups. So um, some of the, the defenses, mm. my, Kyle Murray, um, but they only can get you so much, right? Like, they're so tasty. They could be up, you know, twenty-eight to seven in the third quarter, and they're not. Exactly. In, they're not. They're not even playing in the witching hour. James Conner becomes the star then, you know. Yeah. Um, let's go. Uh, the battle of uh, this is a big matchup. Turb and, and Josh, both teams kind of trending up after their slow starts, and you got to you got to win this one. You don't want to fall behind. Um, this this chase to get back into the race. Uh, who do you guys like Look, in this one? I don't like anything. <laughs> I literally don't like anything I'm looking at. Like, yes, <laughs> my my team is on a lot of buys, and so I have I don't have a choice. But I still like what I am putting out there better than either of these. Like this is fucking garbage. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What? T- someone tell me what are you excited about in this matchup, huh? Uh, Devonta <laughs> Adams. Devonta Adams might outscore Turb's entire team. That's what I'm excited about. Exactly. That's literally it. That's literally it. Maybe Daryl Henderson against the Lions, fine. But like Joe Burrow against the Ravens, I don't like it. 
I don't like Davis Mills as a quarterback at all. Like, why is he even being put in a fucking lineup? He's probably going to have seven interceptions this week. Maybe right? he switches it to Zach, Zach Wilson. Oh, that's even better. Put up, put up <laughs> the, <laughs> New England? the New England Patriots, okay? Like, garbage, you know? What are you talking about? Rookie quarterbacks in, in at New England, they perform very well versus Bill, Bill Belichick. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but somebody's got somebody's got to win the game, though. Yeah, it's gonna be like a fifty to forty-five matchup here going down. So. Well, who's gonna win it? I'm going Turban. Uh, I'm going Josh because he is Devonte Adams. He's got the best player yeah, he, in the matchups. That's what I'm going. There with. you go. Because I mean, Case Keenum and Matt Ryan will probably get you a combined of thirteen point five points. Okay. <laughs> So Aaron, if you're if you're correct and uh, Costa upsets Joey, then that sets up a huge matchup between me and Tech Daniel. Um, and I'm dealing with not so much the buys this week, but injuries. Um, I can't wait to get my text from Daniel to tell me uh, which player that I have in that might is questionable. Um, looking forward to that text from him. Uh, but you got, you got a lot of work to do, bud. I, I do have a lot of watching, but I, I feel good. I feel good. I feel like I got my quarterbacks. They're not 1A. They're, they're high 2A, two, tier 2 quarterbacks. I mean, Brady obviously is a, a tier 1. But Tannehill coming off a good performance, getting a, a leaky Kansas City team. So I feel good about those. Running back situation, I don't have one. Um, I probably have the worst situation going on of anybody, even with your two studs on a bye. Um, I talked about I was going to have to possibly start Felton. I don't know what happened with Gibson. Um, if, I almost want him to just to sit. There's a chance you only have one. There's a chance right now that you only have one active running back on your roster, depending on how the injuries play out. So yeah, I, yeah. But the thing with with the Baltimore one, uh, if Murray doesn't play, I can drop him and pick up one of the other guys. Because um, I mean, no one owns any of the other three. So if Murray's out, that's just going to increase the volume for someone else. So. Not That's I the way I look at that. Maybe I'll uh, go. Fine. Go for it. I'll just grab the other one then because it's going to be an even <laughs> split on rushes. So um, waste your time with that. My, my wide receivers, I still I kind of feel good about. I got Antonio Brown. I, I feel like Calvin Ridley is going to have a monster game. I'm hoping that personal reason that that was, wasn't was detrimental to the team and that the team's you know, supporting him or whatever the case was, that he comes back. He's got two weeks off. And I hope he just lights up Miami and there's a chance of that. And then Jalen Waddle, you know, he could be a lightning in the bottle, uh, lightning in the bottle for them against a, a shitty Miami team. And then Saints coming off a bye. Uh, their defense is one of the top in the leagues and they're going to be coming off a bye. So um, hosting Seattle with Geno Smith, you know, I, I, I part of me kind of feels like basically on the matchup too, because he has, we've talked, I've talked about this before. He's got cup, he's got Dak, he's got Harris, um, and then those are the three guys for sure that are going to produce for him. Two of them are on a bye. Um, and he's throwing out there Justin Fields versus Tampa. Um, and, uh, you know, Teddy Bridgewater on, on, that th- on that Thursday night where you think it's going to be six to three. And his running backs aren't that sexy. He may have some, he, has, he does have some volume um, that I don't really have. But um, who, I mean, he's got, you, do, he's got, a, he's got a bunch of his, you know, he's got two of his. Workhorse is on a buy with uh, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, we, and based off what we were talking about before, like, you know, he's got four players that get him points. So, yeah, 
comes down to Cooper Cup, my friend. <laughs> it, it does. Comes. It always comes down to Cooper Cup, and unfortunately, Cooper's going against the Lions. So, uh, I'm going to give that edge blocking. I, I, I'm still going to give that edge blocking. I like I like the the quarterbacks and the receivers on this team. Yeah, yeah, I like that, and I'm hoping I'm hoping the Saints defense. Uh, last time that they're home against a good matchup against the Giants, it didn't go too well. Um, but I don't think uh, I don't think coming off of a bye, Monday Night Football, I feel like the Saints defense finds the end zone, and, and I, I I seal the deal on a Monday night. I I I picked up the Saints defense in my other league. I, I mean, you're going against a backup quarterback, backup running back, a, a, you know, a, a team that's heading the wrong direction. I like the Saints defense this week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I and mean, he's got the Bucks defense and you know what, they, they probably will get a few turnovers. So you know, hopefully they're from Justin Fields and they cancel, cancel, cancel themselves out. Costa, what are, you, what are your, what's your prediction? I think it's going to be a close, low scoring matchup. And I just think it comes down to if, uh, if Gibson can play or not for you, cause you need to have that extra running back. Uh, I think that, uh, unfortunately, Daniel's going to squeak it out, but I think Cooper Cup has a huge game against Detroit, and that's the difference, unfortunately. That's, that's not unfortunate for you. I guess it doesn't matter. because we're. I mean, you guys are in the same position. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, right. either way, the difference, yeah. Cool. All right, well, that was – Let's move on to the, the other division, uh, to Aaron's division. We'll start – did we talk about your game, Aaron? Oh, yeah, we did talk about your yeah. game. Yeah. Um, I mentioned that Steve has put together like three good weeks in a row, um, coming out with two losses, which is a little frustrating. And Meetle has been on fire. Um, Meetle, <clears throat> along with most other people, has buys to deal with. So does Steve. Um, I think Meetle is probably missing some bigger pieces, um, at least more consistent pieces. I think uh, is Elliot Zeke Elliott has been pretty good this year, pretty consistent. And obviously, we talked about Mike Williams. Um, and Steve's quarterback situation is is almost dire as some other people's. Um, so Beetle definitely has a huge edge there because you can, can definitely when you got good quarterbacks, you can get 50 points from the two of them combined. And what Steve has, sometimes you can end up with less than 20. So um, I'm going to give the edge to Meetle. Um, What are you guys' thoughts? I agree. Hello? I, I, I yeah. think. Uh... You know, they're both having a lot of buys, uh, but let's be real. Mito's going to pay more attention to it than, than Fiala as far as putting in the lineup. That's what it can come down to, you know, like. So I, I think the, the one thing Fiala's got going for him right now is the his starting running backs are, are solid um, with, you know, not terrible matchups, uh, but everything else in his lineup is not looking great. So I give that just to Mito. Yeah, I kind of I kind of overlooked his running backs. He does have a big edge uh, advantage there. Um, Swift Swift is uh, a little bit below the tier of Aaron Jones and John Taylor, but he's got a bad matchup. Um, but and, and John Taylor has been on fire lately. Um, and Jamar Chase is a kind of a, a big play guy. He just needs one big play, and he can get you you know a decent day. Um, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, Cosa. You know, I think Sneaky Dick sneaks this one. Um, I, you know, I made a comment earlier in the pod kind of saying that Bass's team was taking off and I think Meatle's team was regressing. And I actually take that back. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at both these teams now. I think Bass's team is actually pretty terrible. And Meatle's team, <laughs> team, 
Houston has a lot of depth, actually, and I think because of that, we'll survive the bye week this week. And like Aaron said, we'll pay more attention. So I, I think Nikki Dix pulls this one out. Are you just taking that back because I contradicted you and that's what I said to begin with? No, you were right. You, know, you, were, you were correct, AK. You were correct. I was just thinking about that because I was looking at the teams just now. And I mean, Bastion's team is not terrible, but his quarterback situation obviously is not the same as me. Mito has two very, very good quarterbacks. Yeah. Makes a big difference. All right, that leaves us just one more. Can Derrick Henry outscore Fred's team? Yes. Have- I think he will. <laughs> Um, I, I, I don't, does anyone here think Fred can win? Yes, he probably could because. Could he? Yes. Will he? No. Um, uh, I don't know. If he sets his lineup for him. He's got, he's got pieces, man. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, but it's gonna be tough to overcome Derrick Henry, Aaron Rodgers. Um. Uh, I mean, he doesn't really have. Who is he starting at wide receiver? Oh, he's got AJ Brown too. Oh wow. Yeah, uh, Grant. Grant. Grant's gonna pull this one out. Again. Grant's gonna win. It, yeah. Yeah. Grant's gonna win. You know, Fred's not gonna make enough moves uh, to put to feel the team this week. I think he, uh, he's, you think you think he's hundred percent checked out. I don't think he's hundred percent checked out, but I think. He maybe checks it once a week, and he, if he does it early in the week, um, anything that happens after that is, uh, you know, he, he, he's not aware of. Yeah. So. Okie dokie. All right, that was fun. Right now the site has Grant favored by 43, by the way. Well, that's because the... I know, I know. Well, that's probably what the, this is probably what the matchup's going to be anyway. So that's what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, everybody, good. Tell us any last have... minute, any last minute additions, anything you know, to leave the fans with. Get a lot of fans. Uh, you know, just want to tell everybody I love them very much, and uh. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll give the fans we'll, we'll give the fans a little quick uh, I know it's been a while since I've done an actual in-depth power ranking obviously we'll give, we'll give you guys one probably next week but we'll do a quick let me give you a quick uh, quick one through uh, 12 here really fast for you guys yeah real quick give the fans something a little, little, t- little pacer's choice for next week for the fans so I, I mean obviously look Marlon Brando's a top team uh, very very solid team uh, Derrick Henry to me, is the best running back in the game. Should be the number one pick overall next year. I mean, I thought he should have been this year, and I'm upset myself for not putting my money on him myself. But he, he's a beast. I mean, he's the he best. Never Grant. gets injured. He was a keeper for Grant. Yeah, he's oh, he a keeper. For 20, I'm sorry. I, 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 I realized that. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's yeah. I mean, he's he's the best player in the game, in my opinion. So, uh, so so Grant's definitely the number one team. Um, I still think, uh, you know, even though he's boomer bust, I think Roll the homies is still the number two team. Um, you know, kind of have him and AK kind of shifting around there. I, I, I think because of the Tyreek Hill combination with, uh, with Mahomes, I think that Mahomes is still number two. Um, AK, I don't know if you're saying that because you don't think you're as good as three or if you should be two. No, I was saying that because right now my team's underperforming, so I'm surprised he had me that high, so that's why I had that reaction. 
Well, you're the you're the golden boy, so you always end up pulling through. So uh, the, uh, the the bottom line is Eckler is going to be better than he was last week, and he you know he had one. He's only had like one really good week, but he's a really good player. And I think your quarterbacks, even though they have overperformed, yes, but I think they're going to keep overperforming the way the season looks. And I, I think because of that, the rest of your team has you know Kelsey hasn't even peaked yet. Uh, and you you've been scoring in the middle. Of, I think you've been over 130 mostly every week for the most part, so, which is impressive. I think that's all you got. So that's what you want Which one? That's where you want to be during the regular season. Is around 130 every week. You're consistent, exactly. Yeah. Um, and and then uh, I mean, you know, it gets kind of tough after this, gentlemen. I must tell you, because I mean, to me, there's a lot of parity after this. But I'm probably going to have to put. I mean, you know, just overall quality team. I don't think this is the case, but because our division's so bad, I probably have to put, I think, Tony as the next team just because he's got such high victory points and because he has two great quarterbacks. Then I think that, that then we're going to put Sneaky Dicks, even though he's going to have a hard time making the playoffs, I still think he has a very, very good team. Field Soldiers is next. And then I think that... Uh, the Isles team gets the nod over Plotkin's team just because of the quality of the team. Once again, it will be hard to make the playoffs, but still, as far as being an overall quality team, I think the Isles team is just a little bit better. Then I have Plotkin's team. So I, I got a question for you. Is like the quality of the team and who's running it matter? No, because in the rankings, it makes a difference because you're also looking at like who can also possibly make the playoffs as well. That's why Joey's team is ranked ahead of Meeple's team. Because technically, Meikle's team, I think, is a better team overall. But because Joey already has 13 victory points and has a chance of making the playoffs, he's, you're, also, you're, you're taking into consideration of who can possibly get into the playoffs and win the championship, too, if that makes sense. Well, I, I, yeah, you're putting Steve ahead of me, and I am five points ahead of the person behind me for the playoff spot. And he's four persons behind with two people in front of him, or one person in front of him, and also the equation of just a better team manager. Just, just my no, 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 I understand what you're saying, and and what you're saying is probably going to end up being true. But my my concern for your team is that you've been obliterated at running back, and I, I I'm a little worried about this Gibson injury for you, and I just don't know how much depth you have there. I think it's really going to hurt you. So I don't have any. you also have, you, you, you also have Brady and Brown, which was a steal of the draft at this point, besides Mike Williams. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens. So and then, and, then, and then, gentlemen, to wrap up this 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 ranking, which obviously is not as good as my written rankings, I apologize. But obviously, I'm going to group the rest of us. I, I, I'll basically put here. Here's how I'll put it for you. I'll put Bass, myself, and Turbin all in the same category because although Turbin has a better team than both of us, I'll give him that because he's been unlucky. So technically, he should be before us. Bass and I are pretty much in the same shit boat because I think we both are kind of have pretty two pretty crappy teams, unfortunately. Even though I've been unlucky and I've had a lot of injuries. And then, even though I love him, and even though he's a great guy, the last place team, unfortunately, has got to be Fred Souvenir, our boy Souvenir, only because he doesn't set his lineup, and that's the main reason for that. I love you, buddy. He won his other league last year, so. If if he does even listen to this. (laughs) I don't think he does. But yeah, but to recap that, yes, I mean, I I know I kind of, I I started, stopped stating numbers there, but I definitely think that that Grand team is the top team. And I think Jeff's team, or, or Jeff's team is the number two team. And I think I think those two teams, maybe not by far, far, but have a pretty good edge to everybody else at this point. 
based on depth and consistency and the quality of the players in their team. So, which I'm very surprised by. Two guys who've never won a title. So, might be might be time to break the cherry for each of them this year. Aaron, thoughts on the power ranking? I'm just happy we got them. I appreciate it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it was all right. We'll give you guys a better written one this week. But thank you guys for having me on. It was a pleasure. Hopefully, I uh, I was able to exceed any expectations. And you guys, you know, it was a pleasure. You guys were great. Good times. Love you, bro. Right, Hopefully, good luck. Good luck. Hopefully we wouldn't have offended anybody in the league either. What's that? What's that? I said hopefully we wouldn't offend anybody in the league either who listens to this podcast. I just want everybody to know we love them all very much. But you know what, Costa? I still don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's the lesson of the day. Not to give a fuck. That's how we started the show. That's yeah, right. That's how we're ending it. That's a wrap. <laughs>